I'm Alex Ross, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is comic book writer and artist Alex Ross. Alex has done a variety of projects for both Marvel and DC Comics, illustrating characters such as Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, and the Avengers. We talk about his new book, Fantastic Four, Full Circle, his influences, favorite characters, and more during this episode. Alex, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you very much for having me. Who were your main influences on your work, and what do you think it is about your art that makes it unique and memorable? I have traditional comic book influences in my work, like Jack Kirby or John Romita, Neil Adams, Bernie Wrightson. These were all serious heroes of mine. George Perez, the list keeps going. But then, of course, my work would sort of veer off to look more like, say, traditional American illustration like Norman Rockwell. So there's a whole gamut of people that lead me towards where I adapt to painting as my main focus. I love that. So you were influenced, but you made it your own. Well, there was also a strain of painted comics before I got in the field. And not nearly enough of that was focusing on traditional superhero stuff. So I saw an opening for myself to fit into. That's really smart. What are your favorite comic book characters to draw and any non-comic book material? Oh, well, I like to draw a lot of your sort of lead humdrum sort of hero types that are like your Captain America, Superman, Reed Richards. So basically all the boring old guys who are the elder statesmen in the room, for some reason, that's what I'm drawn to. But they're cool. I mean, your latest graphic novel, Fantastic Four, Full Circle. Why do you decide to create it now? And what is your attachment to these characters? Well, uh, the Fantastic Four are such an important part of comics in terms of the creation creativity they brought into the field in terms of the interplay between the characters being the most human behaviors ever seen at that time. And they're kind of the cornerstone of the Marvel Universe in terms of the most amount of character creation in the course of that book. Characters like Black Panther, the Inhumans, so many other characters introduced in that series. And there's a tone to the Marvel Universe that comes directly from the FF and establishing them. Plus, something that's special about the 60s is what I wanted to connect with. Even though it's a decade I was not around for, I wanted to somehow capture that spirit. And I would have to change my art style to achieve that, which is why a special project like the one I did with Full Circle needed to exist just for having a a housing for that kind of case to be made. And much of that is me feeling like Let's put this out there before you just see yet another sort of contemporization of this material, especially when it goes on to eventually film or television. Likely it may look like everything else is produced, and you don't want that to be the case. There's something special there that needs to be identified, and that was my driving inspiration. Marvel's first family. I think there's only what, like maybe a few thousand of Fantastic Four number ones in existence. And so it's been done in movies, not really well. And so that's why a lot of people are kind of excited about Fantastic Four and the potential in the MCU and and your work. And technically, this will be the fourth time they'll be at it. So uh, let's hope that's the charm. Absolutely. And what do you think about Web 3.0 and NFTs and how they'll create opportunities for you? And what are your plans for it? Well, let's make very clear, it should always be known about me, is that I don't use a computer. I handwrite out emails or dictate them to then be written. I don't type. And so I've never surfed the internet. I've never seen social media. I've never seen Facebook. I have these things technically because my agent has 
set up accounts for me and Twitter and all that stuff. So I don't know anything about what you just described, really. I don't know about Web 3.0 at all. And as far as NFTs go, the closest I ever got was agreeing to have my work be turned into some kind of NFT that people could access that's in that sphere, but it wouldn't have been for purchase. And my work would have been just sort of a catalog of everything I've done. And the announcement of that even going out there caused people to launch after me as if Forest myself. <laughs> That's all I know about NFTs is apparently it's extremely divisive. Yes. Well, now, now it can be, but that, that's so funny. Like something digital causing like a forest fire or something. It seems pretty uh, I have opposite. so many people coming after me to complain and say like, not you too. And it's like, I haven't done anything. I literally have done nothing in this world. And I'm being called out as if I've contributed to whatever is supposed to be. I, I believe anything going on with whatever my part would have been was not going to be, uh, what do they call it? It's on the blockchain. So therefore yep. it drain any resources or something like that. But I'm not the person to explain that. All I know is that I caught hell for it. I think it's fascinating that you're so disconnected from technology. I, like I, I even wonder like, you know, that, that's probably been good for your health in some ways. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, as a creative, as an artist, you know, there is pressure. And I know this as well. I, you know, I've written books. I've done a lot of things to promote your own work too, using social media. So it's like, I almost don't wish I, I was using these networks, but I kind of feel like I have to. And of course, I'm somewhat in a hypocritical end because I'm benefiting by promotion of my stuff via social media because I've got people doing that. I just have no engagement with it. So the only difference is it's misleading in terms of when people assume there's real contact with you, there absolutely isn't yeah. with me because I'm not there. Uh, but then again, any social media aspect of my work is putting out the work, putting out imagery, sharing whatever is info on my related projects. But as far as you're not getting my opinions of things, you're not getting any kind of back and forth with me. And I know from meeting people in person who have talked to me about like, oh, I follow you and I wrote you this. You must have seen it. Like, not me, you know, and it's it's unfortunate because I can kind of have my cake and eat it too when it comes to saturation in that world without actually being immersed in it. Yeah, because of your art, people want that connection. But at the same time, like you can imagine if you're not having to post on all the social media and you have other people do it, you kind of can just focus on doing the work that can speak for itself. And what's your best piece of career advice? Bet on the idea of devoting the first 20 years of your career to working as hard as you can so you can coast on the rest of your career. <laughs> if you It's funny your, but true. If you spend your 20s and 30s working as hard as you can, that's where you can achieve what you can basically rely upon later. If you keep putting it off, you're not going to have the same energy level in your 40s or 50s, as I know perfectly well, as you did in your 20s. So uh, no time like the present, you know, put off having a personal life for as long as possible. That's my advice. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Alex. To follow this journey, you can read his book, Fantastic Four Full Circle, and find him on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, where he shares his upcoming projects, new art, and superhero stories. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Bell, and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. Thank you.